You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and I, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Ben just shot me like a knowing, loving glance. Not loving, but like, are you going to go? So I'm waiting for my cue from the great Barry White. Good morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Try to start at the same point in the song every morning. I try to, yeah. There's no law that says you have to wait until that specific moment. I just feel like that's the time. Like when the drums kick in, I'm like, all right, that's our cue to get going. And uh, get going, we will. Today is uh, Tuesday, November 15th. Halfway through November already. Holiday season is uh, almost here. 30 days, half September. September. (laughs) Craig, September. Is that the earliest flub in Bennett Woods history? (laughs) Potentially. September. Hold on. Remix. Sounds like something your doctor would prescribe. Mm -hmm. September. May cause cause oily discharge. Did my, uh, I'll tell you. It's been more than four hours. Please consult your doctor. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Ben Higgins is here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I did my, uh, did my second Cola Guard last night. Remember the first one got booted a long time ago? I've had the box sitting there forever, and I get panicked. I I get to where like I get home every day from work and I'm like I should do that and then I'm like nope don't have to 
I, you can't force it, right? It's got to come naturally. So uh, the colon cancer screening that uh, my doctor ordered, what, way back in June or something? Did it the first time. If you, if you missed this story, I did it the first time. Took it down to the FedEx place or the UPS store or whatever. I n- never ripped the top label off, so they sent my box of poop back to me. So I went to the door one day. I was like, what is this box? Oh, what? How, why did that happen? Why did it get returned? I didn't rip the label off that ships it to the Cola Guard place. Then you tried to send it back, but it, it was, was too late. It was expired. So I ripped the tag off, sent it back, and they're like, hey, buddy, this, this, this sample is a little bit too compromised. Stale. So now, this morning, <laughs> down in the parking lot here at, uh, at Odyssey, if you wanted to rifle through my car, you would find a box of poop in my car this morning. Just <laughs> FYI. Just FYI. <laughs> hey, what's in this box? Let's take it back to our shanty and look through it. Maybe there's money in it. If you've nope. ever broken into a car before, what's the worst thing? <laughs> That's it. You found that. <laughs> yeah. We won't rat you out. You can call us at, at 833-288-0973. What's the worst thing you ever stole out of somebody's car? <laughs> well, Is it a box of their own doo-doo? Speaking of, uh, speaking of criminals, you told a story yesterday morning about um, driving down the oh, 5 freeway with uh, Bose, and he threw his, his whoopee, his blankie, his little elephant yeah. at you in at the front me. seat, uh-huh. and you decided to torture your son a little bit. Well, I was doing a bit. It's not a. It's not torture if you're doing it as a joke. It's, it's mental torture, is what it is. Right? <laughs> you are trying to cause him mental anguish by pretending to throw it out the window. Yes. And then the gust of wind caught it. <laughs> right, out the window. Right in the middle between Del Mar Heights and then you said, "Hey, Bo, this will teach you." And yeah. You and I threw it out the window. Hey, you throw it at me. Watch what happens, kid. Bam. It's the school of hard knocks. But then, as the as a <laughs> ultimate like anchor man, when he kicks kicks the dog. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this well, now is this happen- is happening. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bo is Jack Black were, in that scenario. At least you weren't on the Coronado Bridge. Seriously, this was happening. Oh, dude, if it had been on the Coronado Bridge and it went out, <laughs> we got to kiss that thing goodbye. I'm so, sorry. and then you told the story how you got off, you went circled oh. all the way back, came back, and then stopped somehow on the left side shoulder. Yes. To get out to find it wherever it was and save the wubby, but there was some there was some debate over the the legality of what you were doing. Yeah, highly illegal. I'm and sure. so we did a little research and uh, joining us right now, my longtime ten news colleague, oh, no. Oh, no. traffic reporter no, no, and former no. CHP officer. Jim Bettencourt no, is no. with us to give this us a little is, This update. is the call I did not want to get. <laughs> Son of a Officer bitch. Officer Jim, good morning. I can't believe you guys. Good morning to you, good morning to you guys. I uh, I really can't believe what I'm hearing uh, oh. this morning that, you know, somebody took it upon themselves to stop in the center divide, one of the most dangerous places to stop oh on the freeway. And, uh, you know, I mean, first of all, it's a violation for a non-emergency stop on a freeway. Second of all, uh, Define like emergency. $1,000 fine. Define you know, emergency. emergency. <laughs> well, as somebody that has three kids, I kind of understand where you're coming from with this. However, it's very clear, right? An emergency is a flat tire, a car that broke down, that, you know, you can no longer travel on the roadway. Right. If, if something falls out of your car, if, if something falls out of the back of your truck at that point, it would warrant a call to CHP to go ahead and let us run a traffic break for you. Oh, that would be embarrassing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> and be able to pick it up for you because really that's one of the most dangerous places you could stop on the freeway is the center divide. Yeah. So many people have been hit, oh, lost their lives, oh, officers, God. you know it, oh, stop it in the middle of free, especially with kids in the car. Oh my gosh, oh, that's, that's terrible. You know, really takes it up a notch. I know. And, and we, you know, we don't want people to do that. Stop on, you know, it's, even in, if you're involved in a crash, exit the freeway, get somewhere safe. We don't want people stopping on the freeway looking for cell phones that flew out the window. Does that happen? Or, you know, like it, it happens quite a bit. We get people where they left their cell phone on the roof of their car and, and they drive away. And at some point it, it, it falls in, onto the freeway and they're stopping and they're walking up and down the center divide looking for their cell phone. One, it creates a distraction to other drivers. And we know that people aren't paying attention out there on the roadways anymore. And so that causes crashes, that causes other issues. And, and, and surely people probably called in, you know, some guy walking up and down the center divide looking for a blanket yesterday. And, and I'm sure some officers probably got a laugh out of that. Oh, God. Oh, God. You, uh, <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. The, the speed in which I did it was quite remarkable. <laughs> Like once I saw it, I would think, Jim. I once I saw it, you didn't throw out a picnic blanket. Yeah. Okay. So Hector tweets in a mental breakdown is in fact an emergency. If Jim, if you had seen Bo's face, I mean, you've seen Bo. He's the sweetest kid with the biggest heart, and he's yeah. very sensitive. Yeah. And when he looked at me like, Dad, you've just ruined my life. I felt as a father, I had no other alternative, and and I didn't even think to call CHP because. Frankly, I would have been embarrassed to call CHP, but I should have. That's what I should have done. And you because should have been embarrassed when you did it as well, but because imagine, what you should have done. Imagine, imagine like injuring or hurting or killing your children because you love your children so much that you wanted to get their whoopee for now, them. You mentioned a $1,000 fine um, for stopping in the median. Can we also get him for littering? Because I've seen those signs as well. <laughs> he wants me yeah. to get fined. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you can, you, can, you can get, and you know, even if you, you throw something out of your car or people flicking ash out of their car off of a cigarette, you know, those are all violations. Anything that comes out of your car or you know, falls out on the freeway, you know, people can get a ticket for that. And that's something that, that we don't want. And look, at the end of the day, a lot of us officers, we're, we're dads. We, we understand. And so we, we'll stop traffic and get that for you. That is incredible to know. I saw Ben texting and driving one time, Jim, just so you know, since we're ratting people out in here this morning, I pulled up next to him and he was on his phone and I saw him right. and I should have taken a picture, but then I would have been in violation because I was also moving. But I just wanted to tell you, it was about a month ago and uh, he was texting and driving. So I just thought you should know. Well, that you know, well. I, I appreciate all these reports of, you know, people behaving badly out there on the roadways. And, ben also uh, you fell know, asleep we, we will, at a we will 100%, yep. We will 100% take note of it. And, you know, hey, we're, we're hiring, so if anybody out there is listening and want to stop this type of bad behavior... Please go onto our website. I think this this, this 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 bit is backfiring on me, Jim. It was good to talk Hold to on, you. Good real, catching up. Real we'll, quick, uh, real hopefully, quick. Hopefully, uh, to see you again soon. I did want to say, Jim, no BS, no BS. It's something that I I have noticed. So when cell phones became, you know, they've been prevalent for a long time, twenty plus years. The the it was honest to God. It was. Hey, I'm seeing a lot of teenagers driving and texting, right? And like you drive down the yeah. street and you could be in your neighborhood, you could be on a on a on a side street 
I'll be honest. Every single human I know, when we pull up to the red light, we all check our phones. It's just, it's almost innate. It's in sec- it's second nature. You're the guy at the front. You check your phone, and then you hear the beep, beep, like, oh, crap. God dang it. The light turned green. I got to go. Sorry, sorry. And you do the wave, and you then you speed away because you don't want anybody to see you. We've all done it. We all do it. I get it. When I'm driving home on the five, Jim... It's not just teenagers anymore. It's the elderly. It's men. It's women. It's old men. It's young men. It's teenagers. It's I've seen like 92-year-old men driving along, looking at their phone. I'm like, we're all going to die. Every one of us is going to die. So <laughs> we'll use this, yeah. this platform as a nice public service uh, to let everybody know, please, please curtail those activities. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, we we see it a lot, and unfortunately, we are attached to our phones, right? Yeah. Many people. What happens if if you leave the house without your phone? You're you'll turn around, you'll go back and get it because no doubt. you feel like this is the day something bad is going to happen. So, uh, you know, just as a society, even kids, right? The first thing, you, what do you do to get your kid to shut up in a restaurant? You Give hand them phone. a phone. Yep. You hand them an, you hand them an iPad. You do something. So we are just trained to be so attached to that electronic device that even in our cars it's very difficult to give that phone up in order to pay attention to the roadways and and we know and studies have found that you know your primary mental obligation is now focused on that electronic device and driving becomes secondary and we can't multitask no matter what we think out there on the roadways we are focused on that primary task of the cell phone and driving becomes secondary And, and i know a lot of people probably listening have driven out there and missed their exit because they were focused on a phone call, they oh, yeah. were focused on a text, or something happened, and it's just not safe. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. There's no uh, duck. Just Duck Campbell tweeted in Woods currently and sending the definition of a rat. <laughs> rat <and> rat. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, Duck. I'll tell you what. If I go down, I'm bringing everybody with me. Do you understand? All right. <laughs> Thanks, Officer Jim. Good talking, Officer Jim. Appreciate it, buddy. I should have called CPS. I really should have. I Not did. CPS, CHP. Oh, CHP, sorry. <laughs> that too, CPS. Look at that Freudian slip. Somebody else should call CPS. They see I, me on the side CPS. I saw a guy rip a teddy bear from his child and chuck it out the window on the five. Let <laughs> me made the child go get it in C- the middle of the CHP. freeway. I should have called CHP. The call, the, the panic in my... The panic in hit my son's eyes is what made me go, I have to go get this. I have to. I just have to go get it. And I, as I drove by that area yesterday, I went, what in the world was I thinking? Now, if it's, if it's trafficy, I'm still not supposed to, but it was not trafficy. Traffic was moving very well, very well next to me. So, well, thanks for setting that call up, gentlemen. That was a lot of fun. My ears are uh, literally inflamed right now. How red are, how red are my <laughs> Very red. I'm poor. Thought you'd enjoy that this morning. (laughs) Yes, I enjoyed it very much. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of things we're going to enjoy this morning. Oh, God, I hate you guys. How about (laughs) catching up with one of our absolute favorites? Uh, Jeff Blum uh, from the uh, world champion Houston Astros. Can't deny it. Hey, if there's one good thing about the Astros winning a title, good for Blummer. And uh, he's going to join us at 735. Talk about the, uh, the World Series journey that was and... There's some uh, interesting things going on with that Astros organization as well. I don't know what he can say. That's the thing. So is much about the GM say? vacancy and what's going on there, but it's certainly interesting. Uh, he's going to join us at 7:35 this morning. Before that, all of our regular stuff. We've got Take On Woods. Don't do this. All coming up this morning. 
Daily Diddy coming up next. What's his theme? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, my things theme. Things that blew you away in 2022 <laughs> songs. We'll get to that coming up next. Polly, stupid chip you made, Polly. Oh, you me, me coming out of the jail cell. What up? What up? <laughs> I hate you guys. Starting it out on a Tuesday. Let's get our first check of traffic. See if there's any other crazy people on the roadways. Skelly's here. 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yo, 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 yeah. Hit, there's some nice new pieces you got. Bracelets, trinkets, and necklaces. Yeah, yo. Real only. Yeah. Bowl champs celebrate like me with Escobar cigars. Let me say my piece. Money attract money. Statewide hustlers. Jury sellers exposed by these fake washbusters. And they ain't teach saving money to young, young warriors. I want to see them all in position. Best to have it on you. Hope you don't go down for possession. Mom's putting up the house to bail you out when arrested. How did I become number one? I'm 101. Flying down a 101 right under the Cali sun. Junior Mafia. I was sub. Shorty calling me son of one click. Make a million today. It'll probably be us. Probably because my might is touched for viral stuff. Rappers want to shoot up the studio, they tired of us. We know the controversy sells, so y'all good when I drive. Man, it's 50, 50 years old, probably. 50. 50. Still got it. <laughs> yeah, you, you could say that. Last Friday, woke up, had no idea it was coming out. The third, the third part of the trilogy, what is it, the King's, King's Disease? King's Disease, Nas. The third album, I listened to it the minute I woke up. It's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. He's 50 years old, and he's bringing it better 
first album came out in 1994. <laughs> it was my freshman year in college. I'm almost 50. And yeah. the dude is still... Illmatic, 1994, and he just continues to put out bangers. He's unbelievable. He's so unbelievable. King's Disease, I think it started in like 2019 or yep. 2020. He linked up with a producer called... Hit Boy. Hit Boy. Who's who unreal. Is <laughs> behind some of the greatest hip-hop songs of the last like 15 He's years. He's unbelievable. And, and the, the two of them collaborated, they and they're like, up oh, this is pretty good. I... I I don't know the whole story. I don't know if they signed on for three originally or if they just did the one and they're like, maybe we keep this rolling. I feel like they went in and did 7,000 songs. They're like, cool, we'll just whack this into three albums (laughs) and put out three straight bangers. And they're all good. All three of the albums are good. Nas is, is, he's my favorite. He's my favorite of all time. Uh, Him and J. Cole and this one that came out last week, I've listened to it incessantly. Uh, since it dropped. Dallas knew it all weekend. It's so good. Ben, your thoughts on the new Nas? I've been doing some uh, useless Nas research while you two talked. I didn't know why he was called Nas. Nasir. His name is Nasir. Yeah. It's short for it. I also <laughs> saw that uh, his house was broken into this week in Calabasas. He wasn't home. He no was way. Uh, in New York City for a release party. But yeah, burglars broke in and made off with a lot of stuff. They didn't know exactly what was taken. But my guess is that they found some pretty... Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Nas's yeah. house. I I would imagine jewelry. You know, and also something tells me, something tells me they didn't that they knew whose home they were breaking Probably, into. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, those the kind of guys who do a little casing of the yeah. joint, do a little casing him. of the joint, and say, hey, when he's out of town for this new record, which is incredible. Uh, he did I, have a ring camera, so they found out that he did it. You think that, all that money and all he has <laughs> is a ring? <laughs> He's looked at his phone. He's uh, in New York. He's like, oh, God. Somebody's breaking, breaking in my, in my house. house. <laughs> I, would have, I would imagine you'd have Call uh, CPS. Yeah, call CPS. <laughs> CHP. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's great. Great, great. Nas and I have the same birthday. Is that right? Love him, dude. Love him. I just saw, it was funny. You, you played Nas. I didn't know you were going to play it. There was, a, you know, 21 Savage. Yes. Is another hip-hop artist. Uh, He's got a new album with Drake. He does. And he came out yesterday and said that Nas is irrelevant. And I went, well, guess who's never listening to your music ever? I listened to that album, too, him and Drake. There's Any good? There's like one song that's okay. That's pretty much every every Drake Drake album. I will say, shifting gears from Nas to Drake, did you see? (laughs) Drake's like in a little bit of trouble, I guess. Did you see what he did to promote his new album? No. He did a fake press tour he like so one portion of his fake press tour involved the howard stern show okay he took clips of old howard stern interviews and howard asking another guest you know so do you think you'll ever get married like what what is your love situation oh like? so he didn't and go then, on the show no 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 and then he green screened himself into Howard's set, <laughs> him and Twenty One Savage, and they answered the questions. It's a good bit. And Actually, we mashed do it that. all together, and it looked very real. And he's getting like sued by Vogue, I think, or another uh, magazine publication because. He, they didn't actually do this interview, and so he's getting in a little bit of trouble. What did I Howard thought it was say? Ge- Howard loved it. Did he? Of course. I think that's genius. He, Can we do that? <laughs> ben Woods and Paul on Stern. <laughs> I mean, 
It's possible. Yeah, you well, just obviously he's not going to care if we do it. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. That's I was brilliant listening marketing. to a little bit of Stern talking about it, and he was like, "This is amazing." He's like, "Now I wish I would have done this interview." Yeah, of course. Let's do old school. Going Johnny Carson. <laughs> Johnny Carson is no longer with us, well, but yeah, we, we can, can still green splice it. Exactly. Green so. Yeah. Okay. I'm, whatever you guys want to do, I'm open to all ideas. In fact, all ideas like a TED talk on Ben and Woods. Ooh. One of my Hairbrained ideas that uh, we think is going to come to fruition this week. We have uh, selected Ben to be our first TED Talker, and uh, he picked a subject that is near and dear to his heart. Ben Talk. Breakfast. Breakfast. He can do, he says, 14 minutes on breakfast. I think I can. <laughs> I can't wait for it. Like, I'm looking I'm, forward to it, actually. I'm legitimately, like, riveted I mean, and excited. you should pick something that you're enthusiastic about. Of course. That you can talk Freely and uh, you know have a In- interestingly a, yeah interestingly about yeah. and I've got some opinions they won't be I don't know that they'll all be popular with everybody but it's my it's my TED talk and you're just gonna have to bear with me when we yeah and like my, me and Polly will just turn our mics off you'll have no reaction so you're just doing some bloviating and by the way we're going to be comprehensive we're talking both breakfast at home yeah breakfast at a diner everything we're going to talk uh, about the proper way to pour your cereal the right cereals to choose uh, other a, options I, when can we do this when can we put it on the schedule all right well Polly, why don't we uh we'll look at the schedule for the rest of this week we'll find a good segment i'd say we're for open. the ted talk <laughs> we're would, fairly open i would guess we're open tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow prime time <laughs> 8.30 today. Are you ready? I can't wait for bre- breakfast TED Talk. Ben Talk tomorrow on Ben and Woods. 14 minutes, man. It's a long time. Well, you, you go as long as you can. You don't have to go 14, but I'd like you to if you can. I mean, literally, we fill a 20-minute segment every single day. Yeah, piece of cake, right? With the two of us. But you have help. Obviously, I, I have help. Some days, though, you know, if you're out or... Yeah, I'm. I'm out. You know, we have to go on a little bit longer. We'll just. Uh, it's just going to be about breakfast. All right, breakfast TED talk tomorrow. All right, that plan. Uh, why don't we take a little bottom of the hour break? Uh, we'll go from Nas to Taylor Heineke coming up next. It's a good transition. Had the uh, Monday Night Football last night, the end of the perfect season for the Eagles. You kind of knew it was going to come to an end. You didn't really feel like it was going to come to an end at home against the Washington Commanders on Monday Night Football. But I feel like I picked a really good week to stop gambling. I think you would have lost your shirt on uh, that game last night. Yes, I would have. I think absolutely, you absolutely would have. And uh, you know what? The Eagles probably deserve to lose, but there were also, I thought, just some weird officiating calls oh, last night in that game. Hor- horrific. You can uh, say horrific. The NFL can do better. Let's just say that. The NFL needs to do better when it comes to the officiating of games. I'll have some thoughts for you coming up. It's Ben and Woods. Do not go anywhere. Uh, f- don't forget, all guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Back after this on 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This segment of Ben Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. Uh, looking forward to the Wishbone Brawl this weekend, I Saturday. Wait. Cannot at wait. At Goat Hill Park with Freddie Couples, who we had on the air last week. Xander Shoffley, Dean Wilson, Jeff Ogilvie. little annual charity event that uh, John Ashworth and Matt Janella part of there at Goat Hill. Uh, if you are interested in heading down, linksoul.com. Slash Wishbone, I believe, is where you can get those tickets. Probably run into the entire Ben and Woods clan down there that day. I'll be there. Paulie will be there with his wife, Megan. I'm going to be solo. I took my uh, then three-year-old last year. He made it about 15 minutes. You might be able to stay a little bit longer this time. I'm going to I'm gonna not, I'm gonna just nip that in the bud and just go solo so I can actually watch some of the golf. I watched the warm-ups, and uh, that was about as far as he made it. So I felt bad, actually, you know, being there for only 15, 20 minutes last year. We're so. also setting up some show golf at the GOAT on Thursday, mm-hmm. trying to get uh, our buddy Craig Elston to play with us. Yep. And he was all excited. He texted back, I'm in, I'm in. And then he found out that uh, one of his kids has minimum day. What is minimum day? It's like half day. You half know. day. Yeah. Technically, it's more than half. It, just to be mathematically. It's the minimum that they have to keep kids there. <laughs> there it actually is. No, There's that's a, exactly. to, to legally count as a school day in the state of California, there must be a minimum of, I don't know what it is, four hours or three and a half hours. And so they have to go for at least the minimum amount of time for it to count it's, toward their total. It's three hours for everybody else. It's four hours for us. That's minimum <laughs> right. day for Ben and Woods. Shot. Sorry. <laughs> It's all jokes are just done out of love. 
Eagles go down last night on Monday Night Football. They did not get any help from the referees. We will talk about it right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Did you know after their win last night, 32-21 over the Eagles, the Washington Commanders are just a half a game out of a playoff spot That's insane. at 5-5. They're 500 They're 5-5. right now would be the last wild card. San Francisco 49ers. I, I thought they looked pretty good. I mean, I don't expect the Commanders to go anywhere, but can you imagine if they made like a a run through the playoffs and Roger Goodell had to hand Dan Snyder the Super Bowl you, trophy at the end of the year? And like you can't, that can't happen. Like and now you're gonna, I'm going to find myself actively rooting against them because of Dan Snyder, and that's not fair. I like Ron Rivera. I do too. I, I, I like, I like Taylor lot. Heineke. He is a good story. He's a backup quarterback who came in yesterday and. Uh, once again, he just when he's in there, he just feels like he gives Washington a chance to win. And well, they were talking about it last night on the broadcast how Carson Wentz is going to be back soon, and I'm sitting here going, Carson Wentz, throw this guy out there, like let this guy do it. And I know Carson's, you know, uh, can be a good quarterback at times, but this guy has something. Now the officiating, I thought, was unfortunately kind of one of the bigger stories in last night's game, and I don't want to take anything away from the Commanders who actually. I thought played quite well, and the Eagles didn't. It wasn't, you know, after eight really good weeks, they had a clunker in there. It was going to happen. The Eagles weren't going to be your first 17-0 and team in the NFL. No. It was never going to happen. It was not in the cards. No. Um, the amazing stat, though, yesterday was the first time they trailed in the second half at all this season. That's incredible. They were 8-0 and never had even trailed after halftime in a game all year long. They were down, had a chance to come back. We're driving down the field when they fumbled, and here's here's where I think the NFL has an officiating problem. When they showed the replay of the fumble, it was it was clearly a fumble, but the defender had absolutely grabbed and yanked the face mask. He, he rode, he grabbed the face mask, Ben, and then like like my kids do when they grab my arm and I hold them up. He lifted his legs and rode him down to the ground. And you have to imagine that that had something to do with the fact that the running back coughed up the football. Because he had it pretty secure until the guy yanked his helmet nearly off of his head. It should be null and void. Anything after that face mask. But they can't go back and review a face mask penalty and like add a penalty that wasn't thrown. Then that's a problem. I I agree. I I tweeted it last night, and I believe this is true in, in all sports. And I know that... You open up a can of worms when you don't have specifically written rules that cover every situation. But the jobs of the referees, the officials, the umpires, whoever it is, should be to try to create the most level playing field possible between the two teams. Enforcing the rules, yes. But when you have tools like instant replay, you shouldn't be hamstrung by not being able to make the correct call when it's obviously there in front of you. Now, I don't want every play reviewable to check if every player you know grabbed a a face mask on any play by that's, that's, like a challenge flags thrown out and oh let's check and make sure none of the 11 players you know grabbed a face mask during that play. That would be ridiculous and you know we'd hate watching football if they did that all the time. But when you're automatically going to review a turnover and you see an obvious penalty that your guys on the field missed because Hey, they're moving fast. You're not going to see everything, but it clearly had an impact on the game. Yeah. You should be able to make the right call, the correct call, the fair call in that situation. It's so it's the it's it's what watching baseball this season and every season. 
I felt this season was the worst baseball's ever been as far as umpiring goes. And I know that that's recency bias. I'm sure it's been awful before. I'm sure it was awful when Tony Gwynn played. I'm sure it was awful when Ty Cobb played. It's just the way that it is. We don't have to live this way anymore. We don't. We don't have. There are there are things that you can do. You know, again, I saw Pat Hoberg umpire every single game. Yeah, exactly. Had the perfect game umpiring in the World Series. He's like, bro, my schedule is jammed. I got six games I got (laughs) to work today. (laughs) He's flying around in a helicopter. Um, No, I I saw Andrew Brandt tweet over the weekend. He goes, you know, multi, multi multi-billion dollar industry, and we're still measuring first down with a chain and two sticks. And a guy, you know, I think Ross Tucker was like, what's your solution? And Andrew Brandt writes back, Modern technology is my solution. Modern technology. We'll go back to uh, the the Vikings Bills game and trying to determine whether or not Kirk Cousins got to the goal line or not right. in a sea of twenty two people all piled up at the one inch line, and someone's got to decide whether the nose of the ball clipped the the white the, goal the front line part or not. of the white line because that would be a touchdown if it did before his elbow or knee or bottom touched the turf. Did that nose clip? How can a human reasonably and possibly make the accurate call more than, you know, barely better than a coin flip in those situations? I'll tell you how. They guess. I feel like they guess. Just like I feel like umpires guess. Educated guess, Educated guess. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying that their eyes are closed and they go, oh, touchdown. Or, nope, didn't get in. It's an educated guess based on, you know, years of watching and years of umpiring and uh, listen, they're I, more qualified to make that educated you guess than sure. most people. But yeah. when you're doing a lot of guessing, you're going to get a lot of things wrong. And and it is it it is it is turning it is turning these games. Some some games you watch and you're like, this is unwatchable. You know, when Doug Eddings is behind the dish, Ben, it's unwatchable. You you find yourself that day going, I don't really want to watch this game because I know how bad it's going to be, and that that can't happen. That's taking away from. You know, the joy of watching a baseball game or the joy of watching a football game. Pass interference is another one. Good God, it's a coin flip. There was a play in the um, in the Green Bay-Dallas game. C.D. Lamb goes out, he, you know, runs a little curl, and the guy is draped all over him. And so I think if you're a DB, you're like, bro, it's 50-50. Like, I'm, why not give it a shot? Yeah, they may bang me on this, but they may not. And in that case, they didn't, and it was a pivotal part of that game where – what do you teach? How do you teach a DB to cover a guy step for step? Make sure your head is not looking at the player, so you have to know where he is because you can't look at him. You have to look for the ball. Like I get it; it's very, very difficult. But where do you draw the line, though, Ben? So let's say, like you just said, that particular play last night, guy is riding him down with a face mask, right? And you said we got the the referees need to get the calls right. What if? What if there's a, a fumble by the running back, but you notice that one of the linemen has yanked the guy's face mask, mask down and taken him out of the play completely? Does that do you have to then change the call? Where does it stop? Is it the 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 players involved in the actual fumble or the face mask, or can it be a play away from the the ball? So that fumble, I think it was actually by Dallas Goddard that yep. was um, confirmed as a fumble. Ended up leading to three points for the Commanders in a close game. Yeah, uh, you know it was important at the time. And then there was another call at the uh, near the end of the game after the two minute warning. The Eagles used all their timeouts to to try to get the ball back, and it was third and long. 
for the Commanders. Yep. And we are Commanders. Taylor, Taylor Heineke drops back. He's got nowhere to throw to. So instead of throwing it away and stopping the clock, he decides Smart. kind of to run around, takes takes a knee. And the the Eagles defender, uh, whoever it was, you know, as he's coming around the corner, kind of screened by it, desperately trying to, you know, make the tackle, try to save the game. Well, he sees at the last second that Heineke had taken the knee. So he, he sort of pulls up, but still kind of, you know, goes, runs into him at slow speed. Ooh, of course. I thought he hit him pretty good. And I know his hands were kind of coming up. But it went, it went like, it went his head slash chest right into Heineke's head and whipped him back. When he when it happened, I was watching it live and I go, oh yeah, that's a penalty. I didn't even think for I mean, a second it was. It, wa- it was a penalty. It I didn't was, even it, think for a second it wasn't. I I thought it was egregious from right when I saw it. I I, I didn't think it was necessarily an egregious penalty. It was a penalty by the letter of the law. Absolutely a penalty. I don't think it was ticky-tack at all. I hated for the game to end like that, though. I mean, you know, you stop the guy, you make him take the knee, you should get the opportunity to get the ball back. And, you know, it's more entertaining that way. After seeing that Vikings-Bills game with all the different twists and turns and drama, you had a game in which kind of the officiating and the rules took away all of the drama at the end of that game yesterday. And, and Sirianni, the, the head coach of the Eagles, he said it after the game. He said, look, I think whether the calls were bad or good or whatever it was, when you play the way we did tonight on all three phases, it does seem like everything's going against you. We played like crap. We didn't do a good enough job. We made our own luck today. It was bad. There is always that thing in sports, right? Jerks and Profar, we all know he didn't swing. We know swing. It wasn't even close to a swing. But you can always say the game should not have come down to that moment, right? And that's the thing you can always say in sports. You can lament the bad calls. You had a million opportunities to take, you know, and if you're the if you're the Eagles, you had a couple of really, really poor throws from Jalen Hurts, Ben. It happens, right? It happens. Like you said, they weren't gonna run the table. Um, you're gonna have games like that. It's how you respond that makes a great team. And it, it, the same goes for baseball. Jerkson Profar did not swing. We know he did not swing. The entire universe knows he did not swing at that pitch. Could have changed the entire season for the Padres. Should never have gotten there. We had so many opportunities to drive in runs, runners in scoring position, less than two outs. We didn't do it. And I actually don't think that, you know, that changing that call on Taylor Heineke would have necessarily changed the game. The Eagles hadn't been able to do anything. Yeah. I don't know that they would have been able to do it with no timeouts and had to go all the way down the field to score a touchdown after a punt, whether that would have changed anything at all. But the purpose of sports, Monday night football, is what, Woods? To win money gambling. Well, for oh, you. All right. It's it's entertainment. It's entertainment Absolutely. for us, the fans. They want us to watch. Why are you why are you doing things that are taking away from the entertainment of the game? It would have been much more entertaining to see the Eagles at least have a chance at the end of that game to drive down and the, the well, referees then, took it away at the end. But you don't you can't hit that guy when he's down. You know that. Like they, he knows that. That guy's a 13-year NFL veteran. I you know what? He I He could he had so he I'll say this. I watched it they did it a thousand replays. He literally could have jumped over him. He had that much time. He had that much time to go, oh, crap, and jump over him and and not graze him. And he didn't. He decided to go in, and, yeah, he was pulling himself up, but he hit him good. He hit him really, really good I, I, as he was to, down in defenseless. To me, I, it's tough, though, because the way Ty- Taylor Heineke went down, he kind of was circling and was he, he going to go down looked, or not. He almost looked because like he it, was faking going down for a second. It's a... It's such a tough decision. So You're a fast. defender, 
and you pull up and he doesn't go down in that situation, you may cost your team the game. Question for you. I feel so, I feel bad for these defensive players oh, sometimes I do too. It's on, terrible. on some of these plays. Am I supposed to go and tackle this guy, or am I supposed to pull up at the last second? Is he going to slide? When the quarterback's like running. You're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Is he going to oh, slide, or is he going to dive forward for the first down? Right. I either need to go in 100 miles an hour and stop him, or he slides at the last second. I'm going 100 miles an hour, and all of a sudden I've cost my team 15 yards. What if, can you, let's say I'm in the shotgun, right? And I take a snap, and I'm the quarterback, and I kneel, I take a knee. Do they still have to touch me, or am I out? No, you're down. Okay. It's, it's okay. over. The play okay. is over. They don't. You don't have to be touched. If you slide, you don't have to be touched. The but play is over. We have seen the fake knee. We've seen the fake knee play, right? I don't think you're ever going to pull a fake knee play there if you're Taylor Heineke. You kind of they may know have that. even made that outlawed that because the that, fake knee play. Yeah, because that is a safety, that's a safety issue. That'll get you hurt if you know you're faking going down on a knee. Then how is the defensive player ever supposed to pull up? Yeah. So I feel like they they did at least take away the fake knee, but Heineke, you know, he was trying to make the play last as long he as was. possible. Yeah, he's running out clock before you know going down and running out clock. So he, he's waiting, and the, both the guys on the Eagles are desperate to get there to at least get him down and get the play stopped so they can get that punt and get the ball back. And then you got to make that split decision, second decision. And I guess that's what they're well, they're paid to do is they got to make the right call in those in those split seconds. And and he made the wrong one. Yeah, we got a tweet. ASBAB waiver says fifty five took three steps after the quarterback took it. He did, man. He was like, bam, bam, bam. Oh, now I'm gonna pull up. And it, it, again, it is bang bang. They're moving at, at at lightning pace out there. They're the the they're trucks out there, you know, on a collision course. So, um, I I didn't hate that penalty. I, I hated that penalty. I thought it was terrible. And I but I thought it was absolutely warranted to call it. But the face mask is the one that kills me. The face mask is one where you're like, ah, like that's a turnover. That's a game changer. It's such an egregious. It's one of the ones where you look at and you go, how in the world. Do all you guys miss that? It's a play at first base where the guy is so clearly on the bag, so clearly on the bag, the ball hits the mitt, and you know you call him out, and you're like, everyone in the stands knows that he's safe, and thank God we've got replay, we can go back and look at it, but you look at it and go, how, how do you miss those calls? So uh, Those are the easy ones. So through week 10, I mean, not, not a huge amount of change, but now the Eagles and Vikings are tied with the, the best record at 8-1, and one. I mean, maybe some some vulnerability there. Who's the best team? The Chiefs now have the best record in the AFC at seven and two after the Bills lost, and they dropped all the way down to the sixth seed with that loss. They went from one to six in one week. That's how tightly bunched things are. So, should be a pretty exciting last so eight fun. weeks of the season so here fun. in terms of jockeying for position in those final playoff spots in the AFC. You got three teams at five and four for the last playoff spot. The Patriots actually edge out the Chargers and the Bengals. For the last playoff spot right now in the AFC, so freaking Patriots, yeah, Whew. man, they're st- they're they're still kicking, still hanging around. Yep, uh, you know it's not it's not the Tom Brady Patriots anymore. But I, I've been wondering what could Bill Belichick do if he gets to the playoffs without Tom Brady at some point. Maybe this is the year that it happens. All right, uh, don't forget uh, your kids may not function on demand, but ninety-seven three the fan always will. Download and subscribe to the Ben and Woods Coach John Cantera. Gwyn and Chris podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You see the uh, Ken Rosenthal, his thoughts and what he's hearing around baseball, who's going where. Ooh, no, I would like to hear Pretty them. Interesting. Right, we'll get to that coming up in our seven o'clock hour. Take on Woods in our next segment. Chance to qualify for Vegas. Call in 833 
288-0973. Back with more Ben Woods next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 